This is Real Talk with Coach Valerie Malone, your source of empowering ideas and actionable strategies for life, business, and leadership. Join your host, Valerie Malone, leadership coach and motivational speaker on a journey to unlocking your true potential. Hi, it's Valerie Malone, leadership coach and motivational speaker. I thank you so much for tuning to my channel. I'm very excited about this episode today because we're going to talk about how to make a confident decision. Now, as we all know, we make a decision every other day or at least majority of the time in our life. Now, how can we be sure what decision that we're we making that is right for us? And I am the queen of that because I've made a lot of decisions that cost me so much money, so much time, so much aggravation. And that's why I wanted to share with you three strategies that I use when I make a decision, whether it's a big decision or a small decision. And by the way, this is coming from me with a 20 years of experience of making a bad decision and going through a lot of trouble. So I want to save you time, money, and energy to make sure that next time when you make a decision, it is the right decision for you. Here's one of my strategies that I use when I make a decision. Listen to your intuition. And I know it's cliche. I know it's cheesy. And a lot of people say, well, but I'm very big on this. And you should be too. It takes time. It takes practice. But believe it or not, the minute that we make a decision, we have this feeling that goes through our body. Now, sometimes that feeling is scary when we make a decision. If we decide to do something, for example, if you want to change job, or if you wanted to ask that boy or that girl out, or if you wanted to get married, or if you wanted to propose, or if you want to buy that first house, or if you are making a decision to have a baby, these are decisions that when you think about it, that scarcity comes in first. And a lot of people call that a fear. Oh, fear of failure. But it's normal. It's normal because your intuition, your body recognizes what's good for you and it gives you that feeling. So it's important to pay attention to that. And the intuition feeling is very, very short. It just quickly comes and goes. And when you make a decision, I highly recommend to just sit someplace quietly and just listen to your body and listen to your feelings. And what happened is that the first feeling that goes through your body, through your mind, is uh, that really doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It sounds great. It sounds great. I can do this, but it just doesn't feel right. And that's your intuition telling you that even though it sounds great, just don't do it. Or sometime when we sit down and we're scared and we have this fear that, oh my God, I'm going to fail. I'm not going to be able to do it. But when you listen to it, to your intuition, you feel the sense of calmness. It's like, you know what? I'm very confident. I'm calm. I'm cool. I'm collective. This is feel right. And obviously, make sure all the decisions that you're making in your life is always beneficial for yourself first before anybody else. And that's why it's very, very important to listen to your intuition. Don't ignore it. And if you don't have it, which a lot of my clients and a lot of my followers, they tell me, 
I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what that is. Um, and because it's normal to feel the fear first, but it takes practice. It takes practice just like everything else. Before you make a decision, before you share that idea that you have with somebody else or with your loved one, with your partner, to get their opinion and get that decision getting diluted with their opinion, you need to analyze it with yourself first. Process it, see how that feels like to you. Because sometimes when we do things, other people tell you to do it. It sounds good in your head. Their perspective is to help you or trying to uh, make you do something that they think is good for you. But you are the only one that knows. You are the only one that doing it. You are the only one that will live with the consequences of that. So make sure that when you make a decision, you just have to take a little time and listen to your intuition. And that's what I do. That's my strategy number one. And strategy number two is to evaluate your decision. And what I mean by that, evaluate your decision. Sometime when we make a decision, it's always a good idea to double check your decision. And just say to yourself, is this worth for me doing it? Example of that is that I made a lot of mistake in my life that cost me a lot of money. For example, when I was dating, I decided to move in with my partner and then we did and we bought this big house and then we separated and we had to sell the house. So when we got separated, the time that I was there, I was living there, he was living there, it was very awkward. It was very awkward now that we have to put the house for sale. Now we have to wait till we find another house to go apart. Uh, so it was really uncomfortable feeling for me for my kids, uh, not only financially, I lost a lot of money, but the whole thing was very uncomfortable for everybody. And why? Because I did not evaluate it. I didn't think of it. I moved too fast. It sounded good. I discussed it with everybody. Everybody said, oh yeah, why not? Go ahead. And I lived with the consequences of that, meaning that being in the house with somebody that I just broke up and our house was for sale, we didn't know when the house is gonna be sold. So the timing, it was really, really uncomfortable. So evaluate it and say to yourself, decision like that matters. You can't just make that decision and go with it, especially if other people tell you that, oh, it's a great idea or it's not a great idea because you will be living with the consequences of that decision. And the same thing that <clears throat> a lot of people wanted to have a baby or adopt a baby or adopt pet, okay? Those are not the decision that you can make and say, oops, sorry, I made a decision, didn't work out and that's it. No, it's for life. It's something for life. When you wanted to have a baby, and when you, two of you, making a decision and saying to yourself, we want to have a baby, you have to analyze the whole process of that. You have to say to yourself that the baby is not something we have to give up. It's not something that we can return. It's not an item we can take the receipt and return it and say, hey, we didn't like it here, go back, your baby. It's for life. You have to think about, do I have a time? Am I financially ready? Am I going to be the person, the parents, that my kids want me to be. And that's why a lot of today's generation, 
the young kids are suffering because the parents didn't make the right decision to have a baby. Some people put their kids to the daycare as small as three weeks. And I'm not saying nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you have to go to work. Yeah, you have to make the money. Yeah, you have to pay your bills. But think about that for a second. You should have thought about that. You should have said to yourself, you know what? If I can't get six months off from work, then it's not right time for me to have a baby. Nobody said you cannot have a baby, but I'm just saying these are the stuff that you have to evaluate when it comes to that. And the same thing when people are adopting a pet, okay? I love dogs. I love cats. A lot of kids like animals, but don't go by their wanted because when you go to work, kids never take care of the animals. It's on you. You have to take care of it. You have to take them out. You have to clean things up. You have to make sure they have a food. You have to make sure they have a water. So that's not the decision that you have to make and say, hey, sounds good. I'm going to make it. And then after that, things doesn't work. And if you don't evaluate your decision, what happens is that not only will affect you, but it will affect your family as well. A lot of couples, they get divorced because they decide to have a baby. Now they don't want to be a parent and they get divorced. A lot of couples, they stay together and they adopted a pet. And then when they got separated, the pet is like when one person and that person is like, well, I got it because I thought when I go to work, he or she was watching it. And now that person is gone. Now I have to do it. You see how it gets complicated? Your everyday decision matters and affects your life, affects your everyday life which is if you don't make the right decision, if you don't evaluate your decision, it causes stress, it causes anxiety, it causes depression, because those are the things that matters in this everyday life, as we all know. And like I said, I'm notorious for that. I know I can confidently tell you that it is important to evaluate your decision because I learned it from making way too much of a mistake. And I don't want you to make that mistake. So. That's my strategy number two. Strategy number three, set a limit for your decision. Now, what do I mean by that? Set a limit for your decision means that when you make a decision, whatever decision that is, you have to limit, you have to time yourself to see the result. If you don't see the result, don't waste your time. That is goes a lot for people that are in a business, that if you're trying to do something for college students, for high school students, for people that are trying to get their future better as far as a, uh, professionally, when it comes to professional things, when you try something, they'll just say a lot of people always ask me, um, how can I find my passion? I always tell them, you don't, your passion is not lost. It's not a, a treasure. You have to go and find it. Your passion is to try something first work on it and see if you really, really love it. If you don't, it's not your passion. And that requires you to try a lot of different things. So how do you make the right decision is what's your passion? Now, when you decide to say, hey, listen, I want to be a photographer. I want to be a musician. I want to be a dancer. I want to be a teacher, whatever that is. When you say that to yourself, when you go try it, give yourself a limit, time limit okay, I will work in this place for a year and then I'm going to decide if I really want to pursue this or not. Okay, I'm going to school for this much 
time because I want to see if I like it or not because otherwise you're wasting time and money. So it's very important to limit yourself. So if you don't see result in that amount of time you're giving yourself, then that means that you have to stop. You have to stop and sit down and reevaluate your decision and say to yourself, well, I've been doing this for like a certain amount of time and it's not working. And I don't mean by working because I don't want you to guys misunderstand me by well, if you fail, you have to give up. That's not what I mean. I mean to say that when you do something and after six months or after a year, you just don't feel right. It doesn't feel right to you. Like, I, I, don't, I don't care how much money they pay me. I don't like to do this anymore. Then you have to stop. Then you can't go continue doing it and doing it thinking that one day it might work because it will not work. See, when you have a passion and if you go for something and, uh, and you work toward it and no matter how hard you work, you still get up in the morning and go for it and you love it and that's your passion. But as far as limiting yourself with your decision is that you want it to be a wait waitress, for example, or you want it to be um, a musician, like I said, or you want it to be a photographer. And if you're trying it for six months or for a year and then even though you're making money, but you really don't like it. And you say to yourself, you know what? I don't really like this. I don't want to go to work today. You keep hitting the snooze button and saying that, you know what? If I can sleep for another 10, 15 minutes, that means that you have to stop. That decision that you made, you tried it, did not work. And then now you have to make a new decision. So that way you don't have to waste time or money by making that decision. So this is my three strategy that I have for you guys that you can use whenever you make a decision, whether it's a small decision or a big decision. So that way you don't have to waste a lot of time, a lot of money and a lot of energy on something that does not work for you. And I do this every time I make a decision. I thank you so much for listening and watching my show and my channel. If this channel is helping you or someone else, be sure to share, leave me a comment, tell me what you think of all these subjects. And more importantly, if you have something in mind that you want me to talk about, please do send me your email, send me your comments, send, send me your thoughts. I would love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much. You've listened to Real Talk with your host, coach and speaker, Valerie Malone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might also like Valerie's coaching packages and online programs available on her website, ValerieMalone.com. On her blog, you'll also find free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve the quality of your life and business. Take a look at ValerieMalone.com.